Hello, namaste. I'm Eddie. Welcome to episode two of my new podcast, Survive 45, Meditations for America. I hope you enjoy what you hear today. If you'd be so kind, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review before you leave. And don't forget to tell your friends, together we can survive 45. All right, let's do this. Survive 45, Meditations for America, Episode 2, The I Am Incantation. Do you ever feel like 45 has permanently parked his big butt on a barca lounger in your mind? You'd probably like to get rid of him, but this guy won't take a hint. Nope, he's hijacked the remote and turned the volume up. He's ruining your life. He's ruining the world. You didn't vote for this. This isn't the reality you want, right? Well... I beg to differ. This is the reality you want. It must be. You're creating it, after all. True, you may not have voted for 45 on November 8, 2016, but you've voted for him every day since, haven't you? Every time you think of him and your stomach sours, every time he twiddles you with a tweet, every time you choose news over sleep, my friend, every time you cannot control your reaction to him, you give him power over you. You hand him the keys to your inner Oval Office. Now I'd call that a vote for 45. Wouldn't you? Here's another doozy. 45 does not even exist outside of your own mind. Yes, technically he is an objective phenomenon, a human being who walks, talks, and poops. Yes, he was elected president. And yes, he does wear too much bronzer. But these things in and of themselves don't mean anything absolute. They just are. 45 only means what we individually and collectively decide he means. Is he a cause for worry? Protest? Rejoicing? Revolution? Which one? Ask different people, different groups, different cultures, and you'll get different responses. You might be particularly interested in what 45 means to the person who's never even heard of him. Nothing. So which 45 is real? The one who inspires revolution? or the one who inspires nothing. Here's another analogy. 45 is a lot like Christmas. Okay, he's more like the Grinch who stole Christmas, but work with me here. What is Christmas? For me, it's awesome. For you, it's a trial to be endured. For Ruth, it's midnight mass. For Debbie, it's Black Friday and baked goods. Hey, if you're Jewish, Christmas might be Chinese food and a movie. Which one is the real Christmas? They all are, of course, and none of them are. The objective phenomenon is December 25th, a day like any other. The subjective reality of Christmas, however, is created within your own mind. Christmas is whatever you believe it is, and that is exactly how you will experience it. This, I promise you, is good news. You've never heard such good news. This news is huge. You see, if you're the creator of your reality, then you too can change your reality. And 45 doesn't even have to be impeached for you to do it. In fact, nothing outside of you needs to change in order for you to change your experience of the things outside of you. The only thing that needs to change is the nature of your mind, and that's an inside job. If it sounds difficult, fear not. There is a way. You only need three things, a mind, a mantra, and breath. 
Let's start with the mind. In a nutshell, your mind is the sum total of all the impressions that life, including past lives if you want to go there, has left upon you. After years of conditioning and repetitive thinking, each mind is unique and fairly fixed in its perspective. Your mind is like an eyeglass lens that has accumulated a lifetime's worth of fingerprints and smudges. When you look through it, which you do all of the time, the picture you see is blurry. You grow so accustomed to this blurry image that you accept it as true. So, to change your experience of reality, clean the lens of your mind. How do you clean it, you ask? Follow your breath. The yogis taught us that the breath has a particular mantra or vibrational affirmation associated with it. This mantra is so hum. If you listen deeply to the sound of your inhale and exhale, you will hear these two sacred syllables resonating deep inside of you. So on the inhale, hum on the exhale. So. Over and over and over again. What does Soham mean? I am. I am. I am. Each breath you take affirms your existence and your oneness with that force of life that animates all things in creation. Contemplate I am. Before you attach anything to it, such as I am rich, I am poor, I am anxious, I am angry, I am simply is. It can become anything. I am is the pure light of existence waiting to be born from the infinite field of potential. If you go to the movies and don't like the story, you don't blame the projector or the screen. You blame the content of the film. Well, your mind is the film running in front of the pure light of I am. Your experience of the world is just your projected story about the meaning of the events that take place outside of you. The light of your existence, I am, will project any story onto the screen of the world. So is 45 an ending or a beginning? Are you hopeless or empowered? Are you going to activate or hibernate? It's all up to you, not him. This week, we will meditate on the breath and on the I am statement in particular. We'll shift our identification from the film that plays to the light that projects it. And from this place of peace and potential, we will consciously use I am as an incantation, conjuring the reality of our choosing. Now, I can't promise you that once you begin using this technique, that 45 will miraculously start acting like a sane man. He'll most likely be as cray-cray as ever. What I can promise, however, is that you will begin to understand that you have a choice about what his actions mean to you and how you want to respond to them. Is 45 the end of the world or the beginning of your enlightenment? It's up to you. Choose consciously or your unconscious mind will choose for you. Now let's practice. Okay, now we're going to move into the practice meditation for episode two. And this is a breath-based meditation, and it very much builds upon what we learned last week in episode one. So if you haven't listened to that, you may want to go back and just really learn the foundations of breathing. Otherwise, just stick along with us and uh, come along for the ride. So 
we're going to be working with the mantra of the breath, which is so hum. Perhaps you've never worked with a mantra before, but I'm going to teach you. It's so easy to do. It's just simply repeating silently the words in your head. Okay, I want to begin, as always, by chanting the mantra OM, just to bring us into alignment with our highest vibration, with the highest potential within us, highest potential in the universe. So go ahead and just sit yourself up nice and tall. Close your eyes. You're welcome to bring your hands together at your heart. We're going to take a nice deep breath in, and then as we exhale, we're going to chant OM. Here we go. Om. So let's begin by taking nice, slow, deep breath in and a nice deep breath out. Start to establish that pattern. Inhale slowly. And exhale slowly. And keep doing that. Inhale and exhale. And just like we did last week, we're going to add a little pause at the end of each exhale. So take a breath in. And a breath out. And pause. Sit empty. No breath in your body. Inhale. And exhale. Sit empty. Keep going. Empty. In. Out. Empty. Feel the silence. going to stay with that pattern for another minute or two. Deep breathing. Inhale, exhale, pause. But silently say to yourself, so on the inhale, S-O. And on the exhale, hum, H-A-M. Inhaling so, exhaling hum. This is silent. It's inside your own head. Inhaling so, Exhaling hum. And in the pause, there's just pure silence. Go ahead and do that for about a minute. Inhale so, exhale hum. As you're practicing this pranayama or breath technique, inhale so, exhale hum. Notice if you forget what you're doing. Notice if your mind becomes distracted. It's totally fine. Whenever you realize it, take another deep breath in and a deep breath out. So you just keep bringing yourself back to the technique. Inhale, exhale, and pause. A couple more rounds. 
Finish up your last round, deep inhale, deep exhale, and pause. And once you finish that round, I want you to let your breath go. And first thing we're going to do is just notice how you feel. Notice what it's like to take nice, long, deep breaths. Feel your body relaxed. Feel your mind a little bit calmer now. And you're going to bring your attention to a spot that we call the third eye point. Now this is just taking your eyes, your inner gaze, turning your eyes inward and slightly upward as if you could look at the spot right between your eyebrows. If that doesn't make sense to you, what you can do is take just a little bit of saliva, put it on your finger, and then rub your finger right between your eyebrows. So put a little bit of saliva between your eyebrows and that'll draw your attention to that point. Now, once you've got your inner awareness focused there, notice your breath coming in and out. You're no longer pulling it. You're no longer deepening it. It's just the natural breath. And still, each time it comes in, silently you say, so, and each time it goes out, silently you say, hum. So hum, so hum, over and over. Again, when you notice that your awareness has moved, come right back to that spot between your eyebrows. Every time your breath comes in, so. Every time your breath moves out, hum. And you'll start to notice as you relax deeply that that pause naturally exists. There's the space where there's no thoughts. There's the space where you're empty. As I said in the spoken meditation, so hum generally translates to I am. So we're going to now switch from the Sanskrit to English. Every time your breath comes in, silently say I. Every time your breath moves out, silently say am. And then sit in the pause. I am. I am, I am with each breath. As you focus your attention on that I am statement, feel into your existence. Feel your presence. Not your mind, not your personality, not your ego.
Feel the pure light of your being. I am, before you attach anything to the end of that statement, oneness with existence, everything contained within it, and nothing at the same time. Feel the openness, feel the potential. And from this state of stillness, from this state of pure awareness, we come to understand that we can run any script in front of the light of our being. We can and do attach statements the end of I am all day long, every day. So I want you to decide right now what your personal affirmation for today is going to be. What word or phrase are you going to attach to the end of the I am statement? Consciously attach to the end of the I am statement. I am Maybe it's peaceful, maybe it's confident. Maybe it's open, maybe it's loving. Choose what's resonant for you. And for the last minute, two minutes, inhale I, exhale M. And as you pause, fill in the blank with your personal statement. I am, fill in the blank. as you repeat this personal mantra, this personal affirmation, this personal I am incantation, see it, feel it, know it to be true. It's your choice, your experience, it's your choice. I'm going to have you take a nice deep breath in and a deep breath out. And bring your hands together at your heart. We're going to close this practice meditation with an OM. Om. So for today's song, 
I'm going to share a cover of a Lucinda Williams song. I love Lucinda Williams. And this song is called What If? And it's really just this surrealistic poem of, you know, what if things were different than what we expected or what we've been conditioned to know and accept about the world. It's just an absolutely beautiful poem. And uh, when I was thinking about this episode, this song just kept popping into my head. So I learned it, and here's a little rendition of it for you. What If, originally by Lucinda Williams, and now sung by me. Enjoy. Shudder to think what it would be if the president wore pain, if the prostitute were queen. What would happen then? How would the world change if thick became thick? world was rearranged If the rains brought down the moon And daylight was feared And the sun rose too soon And then just disappeared If dogs became kings And the Pope chewed gum Hobos had wings If God was a bomb If houses became trees If flowers turned to stone And there were no families And people lived Started laughing, windows cried, feet started clapping, and now came inside. If mountains fell in slivers, the sky began to bleed, and blood filled up the rivers, and prison. Were free. If the stars fell apart, the oceans dried up, and the world was one big heart that decided to stop. If children grew up happier and they could run with the wolves, Felt trapped or hungry or alone. If cats walked on water, birds had bank accounts. We loved one another. 
information about me and my classes, to sign up for the Survive 45 newsletter, or to read the weekly blog post, check out my website, survive45.us. Before you leave, please subscribe and leave a rating or a review. It really helps. And don't forget to tell your friends, together we can survive 45. Namaste. Namaste. 